0: News. It's one o'clock, I'm Robert Kemp. The headlines, a call for a more targeted relief package for the COVID-19 unemployed is dismissed as unworkable. The Education Secretary says he's quite confident the DSC exams can go ahead later this month. And there are growing calls for legislators to take a salary cut, with some being willing. Labor Party lawmaker Fernando Cheung says the government's $137 billion relief package will benefit those businesses doing well out of the epidemic. The highlight of the package will be an $80 billion job retention scheme, where the government will pay half of workers' salaries for six months, capped at $9,000 a month, but only to those companies who don't sack staff. Critics say it doesn't help people who've already lost their jobs. Mr Cheung said a more targeted relief package would require less money. We have calculated that if they were only subsidizing people who have to take unpaid leaves, it would only amount to about $16 billion if we were to pay for six months and assuming up to 6.1% of the workforce would have to take unpaid
1: leaves. So instead of having to pay $80 billion for the entire market business, we would be paying only a fraction, one-fifth, of the money would do and the rest should go to helping those who have lost their jobs.
0: But the Secretary for Labour and Welfare, Lord Chi Kuang, dismissed the criticism, saying it would create too much of an administrative burden.
1: If we are to examine the conditions of a particular company or employer before we provide the subsidy, and it would take a lot of administration work. And actually, we have to employ a lot of people to look at each individual's transactional history of each employer's. And that will take a very long time and a very heavy administration cost. Looking at the ep- epidemic right now, its impact on almost all industry with some exceptions. It is very important for us to launch the program as soon as possible.
0: Education Secretary Kevin Young says he's quite confident the Diploma of Secondary Education exams can go ahead on the 24th of this month. Lawmakers at a ledge co-finance committee meeting have been pressing the minister for a deadline for a decision to be made on whether to further delay or cancel these university entrance exams because of the coronavirus. Speaking through an interpreter, Mr Young said it wasn't possible to give a definite date.
1: In the past few days, it, the situation seems to uh, to be improving, so I'm quite confident that it
0: can go ahead on the 24th. We have made arrangements to ensure safety,
1: but still, when you go out in the street, when you take transportation, the students will take a little bit more risk. We will give as much information to students as possible to allay their worries. We can't control the epidemic, so we can't give a definite date.
0: There are growing calls for legislators to take a salary cut in line with the 10% cut that the chief executive, principal officials and exco members have agreed to take for a year to show solidarity with those struggling during the epidemic. Lawmakers gave mixed views on a pay cut, but New People's Party chairwoman, Gina Ipp, who is an executive councillor, says she will donate a tenth of her wages.
1: It makes no difference whether you are appointed or elected. Our salaries are publicly funded. And frankly, because um, the legislature has not been able to hold meetings as usual, we are doing less work as lawmakers as usual. So I think uh, it would be a good gesture to the public to show that we are willing to take a salary cut.
0: Lawmakers from the largest political party in LegCo, DAB, also said they're considering donating their salaries. They had previously donated wages to a party fund to help with the fight against the pandemic. is DAB lawmaker Holden Chow.
1: We did that before and we will consider doing it again. But about the details, and I think I'll go back to discuss with my colleagues, but I think the crux of the matter is people expect us or the government officials to show a good gesture to the society that uh, we need to go through this very painful period, but at the same time, we will offer help to those in need.
0: The National Health Commission has reported 63 new coronavirus cases, 61 of which it says were imported, and two local cases, both in Guangdong province. Two new deaths were reported in Hubei province. Taiwan has strongly protested against accusations from the head of the World Health Organization that it condoned racist personal attacks on him. Vicky Wong reports.
1: Taiwan's foreign ministry said it could never instigate personal and racist attacks on the director general of the WHO. In a statement, it also said Taiwan's 23 million people had themselves been severely discriminated against by the politics of the international health system. Yesterday, WHO head Dr Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus accused Taiwan of being linked to a months-long campaign against him amid the COVID-19 pandemic, saying he'd received death threats and racist abuse. Dr Tedros is a former Ethiopian Health and Foreign Minister who was elected to the WHO with strong support from China.
0: Meanwhile, Dr Ghebreyesus has urged unity and global solidarity to fight the coronavirus outbreak, calling for an end to the politicisation of COVID-19. Yesterday, Mr. Trump repeated suggestions made earlier in the week that Washington might review its funding for the aid agency and again accuse the WHO of being biased towards China. So when he says politicizing, he's politicizing. That shouldn't be. But look, we spent $450 billion, $452 billion, almost $500 billion last year, hundreds of billions in previous years. they got to do better than that. they got to do better. When you talk about... Uh, Politics. I can't believe he's talking about politics when look at the relationship they have to China. Dr Tedros insisted the organization was close to every nation and was colorblind. The United States is continuing to reel under the coronavirus pandemic with 1,973 deaths, its highest daily total so far. The worst hit New York State suffered its biggest death toll yet with 779 succumbing to the virus. Here's the BBC's Charles Havilland.
1: Every number is a
0: face. That was the remark of the New York State Governor, Andrew Cuomo. Lamenting that society is currently unable to protect its most weak, he is having flags flown at half-mast across the state. Even veteran doctors and nurses are reported to be shocked at the speed of deterioration and death in so many. Medics themselves are highly vulnerable, and coronavirus-related deaths across the US have exceeded 14,500 the shortage of tests for the virus continues to be much
1: criticised.
0: And the Governor of New York State, Andrew Cuomo, has called for research into why a high percentage of people from minority communities are dying from the coronavirus. The Mayor of New York City, Bill de Blasio, has given figures indicating that Hispanics and Asians, as well as black residents, suffer disproportionately. Mr de Blasio called it blatant inequality. We're seeing folks who have struggled before really being hit particularly hard, by the coronavirus. That's a blatant inequality, and we don't accept it, meaning we have to fight in new ways, Uh, we have to come up with new strategies to address what is now a documented disparity. In Italy, there's been further evidence that the pandemic is slowing. Is the BBC's Danny Eberhardt. Within Europe, the panorama is shifting. The infection curve is flattening in the two worst-hit countries, Italy and Spain. In Italy, the number of those confirmed to have the virus has risen by only about 1% for two consecutive days. Of late, France and Britain have posted some higher daily numbers of deaths than either Italy or Spain. In certain less badly-hit European countries, the talk is of gradually loosening restrictions. But that's alarm to the World Health Organization. Its message, think very carefully, as the progress thus far is fragile. Well, the World Trade Organization has warned that the coronavirus pandemic could lead to a massive fall in global trade. In the worst case scenario, it could shrink by almost a third. WTO economists think the fall will be worse than the decline after the global financial crisis just over 10 years ago. The organization's Director General, Roberto Azevedo, said trade would play a key role in the recovery. The
1: WTO is just one of many international organizations coming out with depressing statistics this week. As we confront what may well be the deepest economic recession or downturn of our lifetimes, we should aim to make the most of all potential drivers of sustainable growth to reverse uh, this situation.
0: Education authorities said 39 teachers have been censured after complaints were made over their conduct during the anti-government protests here. The authorities said they could lose their teacher registrations if there are any future breaches. Democratic Party lawmaker Ted Hoy accused the government of punishing people for having an opinion.
1: They are censoring what they have spoken and the standpoints that they have made privately on the internet and they relate those content with education, with what they're teaching in school, and it's political censorship. The teacher will be afraid of teaching stuff that the educational bureau doesn't like. In the student level, I think it's depriving their rights of knowing what's happening in society and knowing that teachers have their personal views. I think it's brainwashing them.
0: U.S. Senator Bernie Sanders has suspended his campaign for the 2020 Democratic presidential nomination. The announcement clears the way for the former Vice President Joe Biden to become the Democratic candidate and challenge President Trump in November. Speaking to his supporters, Mr. Sanders promised to work with Mr. Biden to defeat President Trump. He said while his campaign had ended, the fight for economic and social justice would continue.
1: Together we have transformed American consciousness as to what kind of nation we can become and have taken this country a major step forward in the never-ending struggle for economic justice, social justice, racial justice, and environmental justice.
0: Mr Biden, who succeeded in turning his campaign around after early primary losses, paid tribute to Mr Sanders. Bernie's always been a passionate voice for progress, and he put his heart and soul not only in running for president, but also the causes and issues he has been dedicated to his whole life. He's inspired and energized millions of supporters, especially young voters, to join him in championing a progressive vision for our country. Finance: And a short while ago, the Hang Seng Index was trading at twenty-four thousand one hundred thirty-four. That's one hundred sixty-three points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at forty-six billion dollars. Currencies: The euro is trading at one U.S. dollar and eight cents. The U.S. dollar is trading at one hundred eight point nine four yen. And the pound is worth $900.61.
1: Sport now, and here's Atom Churn. World Athletics has confirmed that its 2021 World Championships will now take place in 2022 to avoid a clash with next year's rescheduled Tokyo Olympic Games. With more, the BBC's Ed Harry.
0: Moving the World Athletics to
1: 2022
0: was really expected as soon as the Olympics were delayed. What needed addressing was how to fit a world into a summer that already had the Birmingham Commonwealth Games and the Europeans in Munich. World Athletics is going to go first. Their event in Eugene, Oregon will start on the 15th of July and run till the 24th and the others remain where they were in the calendar. So the Commonwealth Games starts on July the 27th but will schedule its athletics as late as possible for those athletes who have the quick turnaround and they'll be just over a week between the end of the commonwealths and the start of the
1: europeans millions of nba fans across the world have gone almost a month without watching a live game because all sports in north america remain shut down because of the coronavirus the nba and its team owners are still exploring ways to complete the season but our u.s sports commentator ray Jovanovich says it's looking increasingly difficult for play to resume it's impossible possible for the league to jump right back if they resume uh, play, jump right into the playoffs. They're going to have to have some games to get the players back in, in proper conditioning before that arduous journey through the playoffs begins. And as I said, I think that window is closing because what the NBA certainly does not want to do is damage the beginning of the next regular season, the 2020-2021 season, which will begin in October. So that does not leave the NBA with a lot of time to get uh, into the playoffs and get an NBA champion for this season. It looks increasingly likely that a cancellation could be the case. The former Tottenham goalkeeper Paul Robinson says he expects the club to follow Liverpool's lead and reverse their decision to furlough non-playing staff amidst the coronavirus crisis. Spurs are one of four English Premier League clubs to use the UK government's job retention scheme.
0: I was surprised by the, the, the top end of the Premier League doing that. Listen, you have to, you have to cl- cut your cloth accordingly in any business. And I think this system was obviously brought in for smaller businesses, people who are going to have staff that they're not going to be able to come back to their jobs. And this system was put in place, not for multi-million pound Premier League clubs who could probably financially sustain themselves for three or four months.
1: Real Madrid's players and coaches have agreed to take a voluntary pay cut between 10% and 20% this year as the club deals with the impact of the coronavirus. Real said the decision to reduce pay was taken to avoid traumatic measures that affect the rest of their workers. And that's your look at sports. And to
0: end the news, the top stories once again. A call for a more targeted relief package for the COVID-19 unemployed is dismissed as unworkable. The Education Secretary says he's quite confident the DSE exams can go ahead later this month. And the growing calls for legislators to take a salary cut, with some being willing. And that's the news from RTHK.
1: To prevent pneumonia and respiratory tract infection, always keep hands clean and wash hands for at least 20 seconds. Put the lid down before flushing. Add water to U-traps regularly. Cover your mouth and nose with a tissue when sneezing or coughing. Wear a mask and seek medical advice promptly if unwell. Fully cover your nose, mouth, and chin with a mask. Visit chp.gov.hk to learn more.
0: At the moment you can hear it is song
1: 23 show on rthk radio 3 i'm cruise McCallaghan with you today till three o'clock sitting in for the incandescent noreen Mir as i like to call her a big thanks to james ross for this morning and afternoon's morning brew now on today's show we've got a quite a we've got a busy show we've got a busy show um, we're going to be tapping into some really important ideas today. Um, just after one we're going to be joined by Chloe Banks. She is a parent, first and foremost, and the child protection manager at Mother's Choice. We're going to be chatting together about defining family, which I'm really looking forward to. Then Sadia Usmani is with us for our regular Thursday Chinwag at two o'clock. We're going to be talking about acts of kindness and hear some first-hand accounts of somebody who has been in hospital with COVID-19. So that's something will probably be